Hey everybody, welcome to Terror Talk Shrink Chat Weekly on Fridays where we talk shrinky stuff and horror. How are you, Kathy? Well, it's been nice and cold. I'm enjoying that. (laughs) We don't get it for very long here, but when it does drop, Mm -hmm. it drops. And I'm sure for through most of the country it's been pretty cold. So I want to remind you all that if you go on to our website, true. We have some really good uh, mugs mm-hmm. and sweatshirts and shirts and all that stuff. Uh, if you haven't been there in a while, check out our merch because there's some really good winter stuff in there. I love our mugs. Yeah. Oh, my God. The mugs are the best. The best, the best, the best. Yeah. And if you order soon, I will do my very best to ship it to you super, super fast in case it's a gift. So, yeah, the mugs are great. I, I highly recommend the mugs, but I like the sweatshirts too. They're they're fuzzy and soft. Mm-hmm. I like them. I wanted to talk a little bit. There is an article that I kind of want to talk a lot more about in a mini cast for our patrons, but I did want to bring some of it to, to this show because I think it's interesting. I was just wondering about, I don't know. Do you ever just Google random psychology facts? Like I'm, you probably yes. do this for your horror facts as well, but mm-hmm. like, Sometimes I Google I t- a lot of facts, Shan. <laughs> I I was Googling psychology facts because I... Oh, and the stuff that comes up, too. It's so fascinating. I yeah. mean, not only for the show, but just it's really interesting to see what's sort of sticking in the zeitgeist, right? Like, I just kind of want to know. So there's a bunch of them. And like I said, I'm going to... We're going to shoot the shit about them in a, in a mini cast for the patrons, but I did want to bring a few here. So they're not all funny. I, I don't mean to laugh, but, and what it is, is it's like a fact that we kind of know, but then there's actually research that comes and supports it. Right. So sure. I'm not going to read research articles or anything, but just so you know, there are research articles for these types of things. This is one I thought you might find interesting. Now we all have said this before. We know this to be true, but we didn't know it was scientifically based. Food tastes better when someone else. Yes. Makes it. <laughs> I know. Right, man. I told you. So this is an article called... Although on- I've known some narcissistic <laughs> chefs that would disagree. <laughs> For sure. No, of course. Yeah, of course. but I, And no, if but you're, you're a right. chef, we're not talking about no, no, necessarily I, that. I, I kid, I kid. I kid, it was a um, joke. But it's true. Right? So I want to know why. So ever wonder why that sandwich from the takeout place down the street tastes better than the ones you make at home? Even if you use the same damn ingredients. One study published in the journal Science found that when you make yourself a meal, you're around it so long that it feels less exciting by the time you actually dig in and that subsequently decreases your enjoyment. Yeah. I mean, you know what? It makes sense, right? Like, I mean, I could extrapolate that to relationships. (laughs) Say Say more. You know, it's like, in the beginning, you're not as familiar with it. You haven't been around that person as long. We all know the first two years, you've got the oxytocin going. There's a lot of brain chemicals about falling in love. You've got all of that juju. That's why a lot of people break up around the two-year mark. Or get married too soon. They get married during that period. Or move period. in too soon. They, get, they do all of that <laughs> in that two-year period. Mm-hmm. And then the two years goes by. And then you actually really get to know someone because all the brain chemicals go away. And it's like, oh, do I actually like you or do I not? So I, I, I was partly joking, but I think it tracks in here somewhere where it's like when thing, it's less exciting over time. So it decreases your enjoyment. And that's why in really long, longer-term relationships... 
it either peters out or you have to find other ways to enjoy that person yeah. because it's not going to be the excitement of the brand new sandwich. Which is why it's really important to like the taste of that sandwich. <laughs> For sure. Well, and the taste can can change. And that's yes. why people break up without the brain chemicals. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I don't right. think so. <laughs> So that's one of the fun facts from this article. Okay. And there's a ton more. And, and you and I will chat about those cool. in a mini cast later. I love but it. Anyway, I think you had some news. So I, this pulled up on my, you know, I get like the MSN thing when you pull it. I wasn't even searching for this. And I'm like, <laughs> well, this is, I mean, it's interesting. It's, it's terrifying. But I can once only you imagine what comes up on your algorithm, <clears throat> Kelly. <laughs> well, here it was. <laughs> 11 children left vomiting after using Ouija board at school. Okay. Yep. Was this a Halloween story? <laughs> uh, this is back from November. Okay. So a got group it. of children collapsed. Oh, after- like last November. Oh, no, this November. No, this okay. November. Yeah. Okay, got it. A group of children collapsed after using a Ouija board at their school. It has been claimed the teenagers are said to have been discovered by teachers in a corridor at the Agricultural Technical Institute in oh. Hedo, Colombia. Colombia. Oh, boy. Hato. Hato. Um, they reported that the 13 to 17 year olds had suffered from violent vomiting, abdominal pain, and muscle spasms. Most of them, uh, were dealt with at a nearby health center, but five of them were taken to the hospital. So I just want to, before I read the rest of this, the, the parents, I mean, the teachers or whatever walk in and there's a Ouija board, a Ouija board on the floor. And all of these kids are like passed out and vomiting around this thing. They're passed out. They're found short with shortness of breath, thick drool coming out of their mouths. And the first thing I thought of Shannon is if y'all know the Grady Hendrix books is horror store when they're sitting around the table and she starts to vomit all of the mucus, man, I, I love that book. So they end up finding out that I think it ends up being, they all drank water out of the same glass okay. and it ended up being like food, something like food poisoning. Yeah. But just the image of walking in on like five high school students around a Ouija board vomiting during school hours and they're spasming and vomiting and yeah, it's the exorcist. Can you imagine what, of course, even someone who was a non-believer is probably like, Oh my God. Yeah. Is, is it's the devil. <laughs> yeah, and who all drinks out of the same water glass? Well, mm-hmm. like even I if it's know. you're low on water, have a few glasses. Yeah, I mean, I don't know these days with our every you know everybody's got their water bottle with them all the time, and mm-hmm. I imagine the kids share quite a bit. But probably eh, gross. So there you go. Thanks so much for that. <clears throat> Man, of course that pops up on mine. <laughs> gonna say of course i'm down all right so the next thing we've got is a little thing that we like to call horror facts with number one yes ma'am according to data from the fbi in 2017 data if you were murdered what percent chance would your murderer have in getting away with it Damn, we're going to be looking at FBI solve rates or just crime in general solving rates like, oh, yeah. Like, would they actually get away with murder? How many would? Yeah. Which speaks to how many we solve as well. Gross. Okay, go ahead. Number two. What is situs inversus? (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Number three. What part of the body is best used to grow skin for skin grafts? Oh, what? I mean, I've seen one of those recently, so I'm just going to probably guess that. But okay, go ahead. Number four. Clearly, this was the rabbit hole I was down. Yeah, I was going to say more body parts. The last execution by guillotine. Oh, Lord. Happened on the same evening of this famous sci-fi movie premiere. Oh, my God. So it was when movies were made. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's the first rot row for that. Right? That's why I thought it was a fun question. Yeah. Okay. Number five. In the original novel by Gaston Leroux. The Phantom in Phantom of the Opera is named what? Okay. Thank you much. Thank you much for that. I watched uh, The Luckiest Girl Alive on Netflix. I have not gotten to it. It's on my list. It was Do I need to those, watch it? Like, yeah, it was one of those ones that I had been avoiding. <laughs> I love her, though. I love her, too. But I had been avoiding it. I was too. And why? Why uh, were we avoiding Because I kind of was too. Well, now I know. But okay. um, I was avoiding it because I knew the subject content. <laughs> uh-huh. And yeah. And it's like two hours long. And Netflix, I don't know. I have a love-hate relationship with their originals. So, and, But I love Mina Kunis. Yeah. Luckiest Girl Alive, 2022, crime drama, uh, almost two hours long. It centers on Annie Finelli, a sharp-tongued New Yorker who appears to have it all, a sought-after position at a glossy magazine, a killer wardrobe, and a dream Nantucket wedding on the horizon. But when the director of a crime documentary invites her to tell her side of the shocking incident that took place when she was a teenager at the prestige Brentley School, Annie is forced to confront a dark truth that threatens to unravel her meticulously crafted life. Trigger warnings around violent content, teen substance use, rape, sexual material, language, etc. Mila Kunis, who I love. Finn Wittrock is also in it, and I love him from American Horror Story. Oh, he's great. Yeah. What I will say is that it's an uncomfortable watch because of what this is character goes through as a young person mila kunis is great in it finn is great in it the performances are good i enjoyed some things about it that i didn't expect to enjoy there's kind of a self-awareness from the very beginning that she is faking her life and one of the ways we get that is that there's some voiceovers around like how she feels in certain situations like let's say you see her beautiful and happy in a situation at dinner, clinking glasses and saying nice things. And then the voiceover will be in her mind. It'll be like these people, I hate all these people or whatever, you know, like, so it's from the very beginning, you get that she's an unreliable presentation in her life. And then Mm -hmm. pretty shortly after that, it starts with the flashbacks. So there are, there is a flashback style to this where you you get her now and the story that's going happening now and you get her flashing back to what happened to her in college and then i thought that that was what it was just going to be about mhm but it ends up being more they really they really move it into her current life and how she decides to deal with that and move on from what happens and so 
So I liked it. I mean, I I, yeah. I wouldn't say, you know, you can't say something like this is an enjoyable watch. Well, sure. But there were... But the performances are good. Performances were good. I liked kind of how it ended. Connie Britton and Jennifer Beals are also in this. And I loved Connie Britton in Friday Night Lights. I did so too. So I really liked I loved her in Nashville her. too. She plays Mila's mom, not the healthiest mom. So it's really interesting. And then Jennifer Beals is in this and she's kick-ass in her scenes. So there is a lot of people in this that I really like. So I thought the performances were great. And I did enjoy the way it kind of came together, you know, a little bit too long. I mean, two hours is a little bit too long, but I, I would say, I would say it's worth a watch if you want to see a woman who went through a lot and the way she comes out of that and decides to live her life in a different way. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I also watched a, a, this one was a slow burn and I think that they could have done a lot more with it in less time. But again, I also liked the performances. So I watched the movie abandoned that just came out after a young couple moves into a remote farmhouse with their infant son. The woman's struggles with postpartum psychosis begin to intensify as the house reveals secrets of its own. So Emma Roberts, John Gallagher Jr. And Michael Shannon, all really great performances. I usually am not a huge fan of Emma Roberts because she always plays the same character. Yeah. Here's the issue with this movie. She's finally given a character with some emotional depth that she can expand her acting chops, but the movie doesn't support the performance. Uh, they underutilize oh Gallagher, no. who plays the husband. He's great in it, yeah. but they almost make him one-dimensional and dumb. Oh no! You know, and and then Michael Shannon, who like all he has to do is walk in a room and be brilliant. Him. As far as I'm concerned, and he plays a really important part of this film. So the film actually starts in a flashback, and it gives history to this house, what happened in the house, and then she and her husband move in. They have a baby. And obviously the postpartum is a metaphor for all of this other stuff that's going on in her relationship with her own son and how that's parallel to what happened in the house. It's not that the story had, I mean, the story has been done before. Sure. And we use a lot of pregnancy anytime a woman is a lead in a horror film, which is annoying. Mm -hmm. But I thought that like the, the isolation piece of it, cause they're in this real rural, like farm town, everyone's kind of keeping an eye on them. And Michael Shannon, you don't know whether you should trust him or that's you know? what, that's the character you always is yeah. right because he's so weird and he ends up becoming like you know i won't give anything away but he's lovely in this role oh. but he's creepy and lovely all at once <laughs> and i just think that they could have made it 30 minutes shorter mm -hmm. and i think that the performances alone are worth watching but they they underdevelop and when i was looking at the reviews the reviews were pretty pretty much in sync which they aren't usually with what i feel sure yeah, I just I think that it it the story was not very strong. I felt like okay, if you've done something that's been done before, you really have to make it unique in some way. Yeah, I mean, at least lean into that. Yeah, right. I mean, you can lean into derivative exactly stories, but and then have Commit it be to great it. story, great performances, a tight script, maybe good gore or kills or creep or there atmosphere good, or whatever. There you is can, some good atmosphere. Okay. There is some good. I will say there were a few scenes because I was watching it alone. Mm -hmm. There were some scenes where I'm like, Oh God, don't <laughs> like, so there were a few of those moments that I liked, but the story itself, I was just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's eh. fair. 
I ended up watching uh, Mandrake, which is a 2022 flick that just, you know, that dropped to Shudder. Mm-hmm. They get Shudder. Shudder will get a 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, about once a week, usually uh, all year long. So they're always dropping what they call Shudder originals. So this is a horror mystery thriller, a little bit under 90 minutes. It's called Mandrake. Mandrake follows probation officer Kathy Madden, who is given the task of rehabilitating notorious killer Bloody Mary Ladlow back into society after 20 years in jail. Kathy has always believed that every client deserves a shot at redemption, but her beliefs are firmly tested when two children disappear near Mary's farm. It's a UK flick directed by Lynn Davison. So doesn't that sound like a grand premise? Like, yeah. Amazing. Okay. (laughs) So the performances are good. The, woman that plays Bloody Mary Ladlow is really kind of very scary. <laughs> She's very scary. But the thing about it is that it's really creepy. There's lots and lots of atmosphere. And though that performance is really good by the creepy lady, the creepy murderer. But it's really poorly edited. And I, I wasn't ever exactly sure what happened. It was like, that's the premise mm. of rehabilitating this woman and then children start going missing so and we you know and the hilarity ensues not really it's not funny at all and and then it starts to become very personal and very awful and yes triggers for dead children they go there absolutely go there there are dead children there and uh a children who are afraid, children who are trapped, children who have been taken, all that kind of stuff. So you got a lot of that. But in the end, I it just fell really flat for me. Mm. And it was really poorly edited. So I couldn't, there was a part of me that really couldn't get around that. And I'm not sure why exactly. But okay. I did want to quickly mention another movie that was Polish called Hellhole. It's mm-hmm. also a 2022 movie that I think you can find on Shudder. And it's Polish. And it's got... Uh, the reason why I wanted to mention it with it is that I've, I saw it a little while ago, so I wanted to make sure to throw it in here because I never talked about it. Mm-hmm. But it's got the same atmosphere in that it's really dark and really sort of sad and... <laughs> I mean, it's Polish for Christ's sake. And the atmosphere is very creepy, and but it's set in a monastery. So it's demons and monks. Okay. And torture and very cool visuals, but very dark. <laughs> I mean, if you watch Polish horror, you... Hellhole. You, you, you get... It's called Hellhole, and you get what I'm saying. If, it, you know... So for some people, all I have to do is say Polish horror, demons and monks, torture, and they're in, you know, because it's it's a thing. But like the ending was very, without giving it away, the ending was very redemptive. Okay. On a couple of levels. And that's all I'll say. But I gave it a two and a half stars because I wouldn't want to sit and watch it again. Because of three stars, like I would rewatch it. But honestly, you know, now that I'm talking about it, 
I've forgotten enough of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you step away from it, but in the moment it was a two and a half because I'm like, wow, I don't want to watch this again because it's so damn depressing. But I also feel like they did a pretty good job with the ending and nice. all that. So anyway, I'll throw that one out there. I love it. What else did you watch? I watched one called Unhuman. It's a Blumhouse. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, it's the it's like the breakfast club for zombies. Yep. Yeah, a group of high school students whose school bus crashes on a field trip. Relationships are tested once they realize they're being stalked by an attacker who intends to drive them out and straight into a horrifying fight to survive. This is what I'll say about it. Effects were fun. It's it's a quick, fun movie that is really about bullying. Mm-hmm. The zombies are fun. Mm-hmm. The music is fun. The stories, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care about anybody in it. But if you just want to put something else on, something on, and you want a fun zombie movie, I think it's worth it. Yeah, it's fun. I've seen it. Yeah, go cool. Yeah. And then the last thing I'm going to mention before our uh, horror facts, unless you had other. No. Okay. Cool. I want to mention that I watched Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. Oh God! It's from 1995, and it's reported bloody to- what? Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. It's Japanese and it's reported to be the Japanese Evil Dead. So it's a complete rip of the story. Oh, yeah. And we watched it on the Discord because I programmed it because it dropped to shutter and it hadn't been widely available and streamable. So after a surprise phone call interrupts his daily workout, beefy bodybuilder Naoto agrees to meet his photojournalist ex-girlfriend to help with her research on haunted homes. Accompanied by a professional psychic, they visit an abandoned house once owned by Naoto's father, but instead the house... dark secret lingers and they find themselves trapped and tormented by a relentless ghost with a 30 year grudge. And it's only an hour long. Oh, fun. (laughs) So there's that. This is a easy, low budget. I'm talking very low budget. It doesn't even look like 1995. looks like it was made in 1975 because it's so low budget. Fun homage to Raimi's Evil Dead. It's only 63 minutes. The goo, the blood, the dead things, like we covered it. Check, check, check. Those are all in there. (laughs) It was filmed in 95, but it wasn't finished until 09. And it wasn't distributed until 2012. So that's kind of why we're, you know. Okay. It's a really silly script, but it's got a lot of practical effects for Kathy, a lot of dumb jokes, a lot of splatter. I mean, Evil Dead is obviously 10 times better, but it's like an hour of horror history. I feel like people should check it out. I mean, I, you know. Cool. I'm not saying it's good. (laughs) I'm just saying I think you would. It's unique. It's fun and it's unique and whatever. So I wanted to make sure to mention that. But now we're going to do a little thing we like to call the answers to. I love how the end of the show one is so subdued. (laughs) Put a lot of energy out. <laughs> According to data from the FBI in 2017, if mm. you were murdered, what percent chance would your murderer have in getting away with it? 50 uh, 50? 40%. Oh, okay. I don't know if those are odds I'd want to take, but <laughs> no. What is situs inversus? Uh, <laughs> an upside down situs. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I just don't know what a science is. <laughs> this is strange. I never knew this existed. So the po- the positions of the organs in a person's body mm. 
like chest and abdomen mirror normal anatomy. So i.e. the heart is on the right side of the chest and so on and so forth. It's like a rare genetic condition, but that's nuts to think like your heart is on the right side instead of the left. Oh. Or your liver's on the left instead of the right. So, yeah, so you can be born inverted. Yes. Weird. Right? Thank you for the horror fact. That's okay. really fucking weird. I know. <laughs> I've never met anybody whose heart is on the right side of their no, chest. No, nor have I. I wonder how common it is. And I wonder if it affects their health at all or if they, <laughs> if just like with us, because it's all reversed, it still works like it's supposed to. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, would you walk a different direct? I mean, you know. Mm. <laughs> What part of the body is best used to grow skin for skin grafts? The ass. Foreskin. Oh, what? Temple University stated that in some cases they can get four football fields of skin from baby foreskin. I don't, I, I, no. I just refuse. Gross. <laughs> That's so but gross. great if you can use it. The grafts that I, oh, okay. You know what I was thinking is I was thinking where they put the graph, where oh. they attach the graph. So to like a person who needs the, okay. In other words, like the other, and the reason why I kind of got in that headspace was because I saw an article the other day where they had grown a human nose oh. on someone. Like the guy grew a penis on his own. And then used that nose on that person. In other words, that person grew their own nose. Yeah, like the guy who regrew his penis on his arm. Yes. Yeah. I think it's still growing. Great. The last execution. <laughs> I mean, if he probably was going to sit there and wait for it to grow as big as it's going to get, I don't know. Uh, the last execution by guillotine happened on the same evening of this famous sci-fi movie premiere. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Star Wars. Oh. May 25th, 1977. Wow. Well, I nuts? was guessing the 70s. That's why I went Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, but that's crazy. That is crazy that it like was... some people were going to watch Luke Skywalker. Someone else was getting his head chopped off. Was it American? I uh, don't think so. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. In the original Phantom of the Opera in the novel, what was the Phantom's name? Dude, bro. I don't know. His name was Eric. They, Andrew Lloyd Webber never uses his name. Oh yeah. So he actually had a name. Oh. His name was Eric with a K. Eric Phantom Eric. Phantom Eric. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. This has been an episode of Terror Talk. My name is Shannon. And I'm Kathy. Sleep safe, everyone. <laughs>